I'm Alec Baldwin, and you are listening to Mission Daily. Selected as Best of 2018 by Apple, Mission Daily is the number one podcast for accelerated learning. Morning. How's it going? It's going great. Good to see you. (laughs) Great seeing you. What's so funny? Well, that we've been seeing each other all morning. Yeah, but I feel like this is the first time I'm really seeing you. That's great. I like that. You look beautiful today. Thanks. This is what happens when I don't get ready. You know, it's a good day. Welcome back to Mission Daily. That is my co-host, Steph Postles, and she's also my wife, which is why I'm allowed to speak to her like that. Yes, you are. I think one of our interview guests got a little worried the other day when you called me babe. No, no. It's more like you call me babe. But then you babed me back. I mean, if somebody calls me babe, I would say, hey, I'll babe them right back. Yeah. Yeah, And she was doing the side eye like, oh, my gosh, this is the kind of workplace this is. And you had to clarify. It's a different kind of workplace for sure. But it's an awesome one. And we have uh, new new team members coming on this week. So yeah, one one new one. Yeah, I'm getting ready to go pick up Albert from the airport later today. I'm really excited about that. And he will be joining us on mic. And the mission audience will get to connect with Albert, who's incredible. And I'm really excited to get him on mic. And what yeah. are you guys going to talk about? I didn't know he was hopping on the mic. Yeah, he definitely will. Uh, I He's think a character, so he will, he'll he, be really he funny. He is a character, and we've known him for 10 years, which mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. And at the start of the mission, he was actually the first person that bought bought from us at all, anything. Bought from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just me. Uh, yep. Doing being, your little thing, solo life. Solo, when everybody's like, oh, Chad's, is he still unemployed? Oh, wow, I'm really <laughs> sorry it's not working out for him. Um, but yeah, so... Albert is an awesome guy. We've had a long relationship with him. Excited to introduce him. Uh, But now there are more important things to talk about, like the fact that I have been very, very hot. There's been a heat wave. And so when I try to go to sleep at night, it's been rough because we live in Palo Alto and AC is not something that comes standard with a lot of these houses. They're not even built for central air because they're so old. And it was 104. It's brutal. Yeah, two weeks ago. And poor little baby Grayson had the reddest cheeks ever. And he was actually sweating. His whole head was sweating. We got sweating. the fans on. We got the uh, cloth. Thanks to Uncle Faze. Uh, he put <laughs> the cloth in the freezer. So we tried to cool him down that way and playing in water and everything, but it didn't work. But what does work to keep the temperature down late at night is the chili pad. If you're not familiar with the chili pad, you should be. They are not our official sponsor, but we have somebody very, very cool who is our partner and sponsor of this episode. And that's Beta. So Steph, what is Beta? And uh, Yeah. What do they do? Yeah. So as you guys heard last week, probably, but I'll give you a little recap again. Beta partners with the world's most innovative brands to help them showcase their products in the beta stores. So a lot of times, you know, you're seeing these products online and you're like, how does it look? How does it feel? I don't know if it's going to fit my head or not. I don't know what the chili pad's like. And Beta has all these showrooms where you can try out the most innovative products, see if you like them, buy them from there. And then all the proceeds go to the actual product, which is awesome. Yeah, it's a really cool model. And I love this because there are so many new products coming out that to do the due diligence and research necessary to make a purchasing decision now has become very, very difficult. I mean, you were just complaining about how Amazon reviews weren't accurate. And in some cases, they're pretty questionable. Let's just yeah. let's just it say that. It scared me the other day when I was looking at an Amazon review and it had 3,000 five-star reviews, basically. And I looked at just a couple of the bottom ones and it was like, oh, don't, you know, don't trust this manufacturer because they will send you two free items if you give them a five-star rating. Right. And it started just making me question everything I've ever looked at on Amazon before, which I love Amazon. Don't get me wrong. It's helped the yeah, world, same. made it a better place. But just some of those 
you know, uh, manufacturers, it's hard to trust. So anyways, I like seeing things in person. I like trying stuff on, seeing if I actually like it. And reviews are also helpful, but um, yeah, beta is great. And so for the Chili Pad, which is the product we're giving away this week, we have four of them to give away. And they're great because you can adjust the temperature in your bed for both sides. So, you know, I might run cold, Chad runs hot, especially last week, and you can actually change the temperature on each side of the bed and cool it down or warm it up depending on your preference, which is awesome. Yeah. And for a lot of listeners, you'll remember sleep week where we talked about the importance of cooling your body's inner temperature to get really important REM sleep. So your body heals, your brain flushes out neurotoxins and everything when you're able to sleep deeply. If you're hot, if you're uncomfortable, you're not going to be able to sleep deeply. And so sometimes though, you might want to have a window open. So you don't want to run the AC. You like the noise or you want to listen to the rain or whatever it is. And you can do that with a chili pad. So open your window and you can keep it, you know, 60 degrees with the blankets on top of you. And I mean, I, I kind of geek out about it. I think it's, it's fun. It helps me sleep better. So we're giving away four of these thanks to beta and you can sign up to win at mission.org slash giveaway. And this is the start of us giving back to you. So you can get more entries by referring more people to the contest. So share your link, uh, have people sign up via email. They'll get our world-class newsletter every single day. And each week, they'll get an opportunity to win a new piece of tech thanks to Beta. Yep. We're also picking the winners right now for the Dolby headphones. Which is hard to do because you have to filter out tons of different entries and have to make sure that there are no fraudulent entries and have to like keep the contest as ethical and moral as possible, which is what we do. So it's not going to be a situation where you're going to enter and get like screwed over or anything. You're going to enter and it's, uh, yeah, we, we take that seriously about getting more entries to win. So we're going to do our best to, yeah, keep passing out great products. And the people who win are the people who refer the most entrance. Yep. I was just laughing because I was thinking about how many times I like pull the covers off you. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> and you wake up and you're like, hey, and it just keeps happening all night long. I just end up with all the covers. It's great. Yeah. Next up, feature and product requests from beta is uh, separate sheets. So I can actually maintain sovereignty over my sheets and my si- side of the bed. I don't ask go. for much, uh, <laughs> but I do ask for maybe one blanket I can use as a rag, uh, just a, a rag slash <laughs> blanket while I shiver in misery. I'm just kidding. You just need a little clip that clips it onto the side of the bed so I can't actually pull it all the way over. Probably. See, I solved it for you. So I think it's story time because we have a big week coming up with fascinating guests. So Steph, tell me who's coming up this week and I will tell you the story of how I met them and why they're here on the mission. Yep. So first we have Ben Renda. He's the COO of Google Fi, which... You know, I love Google. Google Fi is amazing. And actually, I was just on a hike the other day that three of the people I was with all had Google Fi and we're talking about it. So how'd you meet Ben? Why'd you want to bring him on the show? Oh, first of all, what's Google Fi for those that don't know? Okay, so Google Fi is a phone network that a lot of people probably haven't heard of because it utilizes the best network that's around. So it you'll have to look it up. Kind of hard to explain. Actually, Chad, you interviewed him. You probably would know better, but it's another phone network. It's very cheap. And it's especially good for international travel. Actually, Catherine, who I was just hiking with, was telling yeah. me about how it's, I think, free for international travel or it's very cheap. But yeah, yeah it picks up the best, the fastest network wherever you go. Yeah, it's definitely an innovative service. And I think that they, behind the scenes, are basically bidding on unused portions of Spectrum in real time to save you money. So it's a really cool phone. And I like the idea of empowering people all around the world to be able to buy smartphones because for those of us who have smartphones, that's a really a huge luxury. It's a supercomputer in our pockets. They are, you know, you hear the cliche about our smartphones are more powerful than the computers that NASA used to go to the moon. It's true. 
However, how do we get that technology into the hands of more people at scale? How do we lower the costs? And Google Fi is lowering the costs. So this is really exciting, especially because in developing countries, they don't necessarily have access to data. So we, we sometimes get to update all of our apps on Wi-Fi and things like that. But for people in remote locations, paying for that data is like a huge percentage of their income. So if they wanted to update their apps in real time and everything, they would have to pay like 50%, 70% of their entire annual salary. So that's untenable for them. So this is what is really helping, I think, everyone be empowered. So we're super excited about that. I met Ben Renda for the first time at a uh, happy hour for the name kind of changes, but there's a group of uh, veterans who have been, a lot of them are business types who have been successful in business before, a lot of co-founders with exits, uh, some investors, and they get together in, in Silicon Valley every month or every couple of weeks and put on this happy hour. And Ben was one of the uh, fascinating individuals I met there. The cool thing about these events is there, you can't not help have an interesting conversation when when you're there. So I love these events. And Ben and I just started talking about things in media, uh, things, you know, geopolitics, all the nerdy things that uh, ex, I guess not ex-veterans, but veterans uh, talk about. And uh, Ben is a former, I believe, squadron pilot for, he flew F-18 Hornets, among other planes. And he's really active in a couple other initiatives that he talks about in the episode. So these are initiatives that are happening in the private sector right now to fix a lot of the challenges in government, in military, in technology. And his efforts, I would say, are basically about like, how do we get all of these different stakeholders to talk more and do better information sharing? That That's a good way to sum up his, uh, his work. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked his story too, about how he started working in tech, took a break. Then, you know, I think he went on another deployment, came yeah. back, started working at Google. And it was just, yeah, pretty fun just seeing how, like how he went through life in general or is going through life in general. Yeah. And learning about operations from someone that's running operations for a large business unit inside Google is, uh, you know, you can go to business school or you can or you can listen to this yeah. um, or both. You know, I'm not not hating, not hating there. Yep. So to keep it in the veteran space. So Mark Cranny from Signal FX, he's the a COO OG, as well. The original gangster of enterprise sales in Silicon Valley. So if you've read The Hard Thing About Hard Things, Ben Horowitz talks a lot about Mark Cranny what he's learned from him and how Mark Cranny was instrumental to the success of a lot of different companies in the Valley, whether it's uh, LoudCloud, which Ben and Mark Andreessen co-founded and ended up turning into Opsware, which they sold to HP for $1.4 billion, among many other exits. Now, Mark is at a new company called Signal FX, where he's the co-founder. And this is uh, an exciting company. I won't go into too much of the technical details here, but basically, if you're ever on a website and it's uh, slower than you would like, Signal FX is fixing that. Um, if you're tired of slow websites and slow experiences, and you know if you're at checkout and you click buy and it takes a long time, they are speeding that up. And so it's, at first, it sounds like a first world problem until you start to think about the fact that if the internet was just faster for everyone, and if companies had a more secure way to deliver real-time experience monitoring, the world and the internet would be a much better place. So this is a great example of how do we make improvements in technology that benefit everyone. Uh, anyone who uses the internet on a day-to-day basis uh, is probably impacted in some way by this technology not being fully deployed yet. So Signal FX is in the process of deploying this tech right now. And you might've heard some of their other execs on marketing trends, um, soon to be IT visionaries. 
Almost and, all their execs have been on our shows. Yeah. And I, I've learned a ton from this team. So this is probably one of the teams with the deepest technical knowledge right now that is all assembled in one place in the Valley. So they're an exciting company to watch. And uh, yeah, the interview with Mark was incredible. And I'm excited to publish that for you all. Yep. And Ian's the one who did that yep. one, which would be fun because people probably haven't heard from Ian in a while. Unless yeah. they listen to Marketing Trends or IT Visionaries, but not on Mission Daily. Yeah. So first we had two COOs and then we're going to have two authors this week. So the first author will be, well, she'll probably be the end of the week, but Jennifer Dumpert. She wrote Liminal Dreaming, yeah. which when I saw, so I think her agent reached out to me and asked to be on the show. And when I saw what her book was about, I knew you would love to talk <laughs> to her. And then you guys, yeah, loved hanging out. It was just fun watching you chat about all this stuff that I you know, can't hang with you on talking about oh, Terrence McKenna and going out into the clouds. And <laughs> we're not going into <laughs> you were in the, the clouds. clouds. <laughs> I came in and I was like, "Well, I'm just kidding." But talking about stuff that I don't talk to you about. So, oh, you can definitely hang. It's just something that I've uh, just read about more. I've had more experiences, and then to be fair, too, I'm five years older, so I've just, I mean, yeah, I've just been so around wise. longer. I was, uh, <laughs> you know, I've been working hard while you were still still a babe. Oh, I, I was out in, in the real world. Um, you were living your best life when you were five, and surviving I was in the woods by myself. No, just kidding. Yeah, Jennifer was a fantastic person and it was a really fun interview. I've been fascinated by dreams and exploring dreams and waking up in dreams to explore for a long time. So when I was 18, I moved across the country and uh, or maybe I was, it was when I was 17, doesn't matter. I moved across the country and I started having these uh, profound dreams and to the point where I actually called up a dream expert. So somebody that had their PhD in dreaming and lucid dreaming and everything to find out what was going on because I had never remembered and I'd never woken up in dreams before with such uh, intensity. And I'm fascinated by the subject of lucid dreaming. I think that in the future, a lot of education and therapies, in addition to problem solving, is going to be done in dreams. So I don't know if that sounds radical or not to, to the listeners, but a lot of well-respected scientists and entrepreneurs famously solve their problems in dreams by doing what's called lucid dreaming. So when you're in a dream, you can basically do things like, you can basically teach yourself to look around at objects and glance back at things. And when you glance back, sometimes the things change, which is how you know that you're in a dream. So cue inception music here. Yeah, and a little and, spinny thing. Yeah, and you can <laughs> teach yourself how to wake up in a dream. But be careful because we all saw what happened to Cobb in Inception or did it. <laughs> Or did it? I don't know. <laughs> Gosh. So that interview, I'm sure, is great. I hope you guys tapped into some Inception quotes. Um, yeah, we need to get some for the episode. Yeah, we should pull some in from the movie. That'd be good. Yeah. But Jennifer is an expert uh, yeah. in this space and many other spaces. Her book, I'm still not finished reading it yet, but I, I read through just a couple of the pages and already had more than enough to talk about for the interview. So I'm going to go back and finish Liminal Dreaming here uh, soon. And then her husband also does uh, a lot of fascinating work and he's coming up two weeks from now or so. Yeah. So that's uh, another exciting interview. And it's a great example too of a couple that does different but complementary work. And I think that that is a whole new approach to relationships that leads to long-term, happy, very fruitful relationships for both people when they're doing work that kind of overlaps in some areas, but is different enough to create opportunities for like fantastic conversations between uh, partners, so. Yep, yeah. I think we have small amount of, a little bit of overlap 
But I like that we have a lot of non-overlap. Yeah. It, I mean, it would be pretty boring and like we wouldn't be able to accomplish very much if we were both working on the same things. And if yeah. we were both good at the same things, that would be really tough. And I, I mean, we all know I'm horrible at operations. And so <laughs> that's why I'm here. It is. All right. So the last author um, is going to be Austin Cleon. And he wrote Steel Like an Artist, which I feel like you've known about him or known him for a while? Yeah, I've, I've uh, been a fan since his uh, first book. So his very first pieces of art that were happened to be in a book were called Newspaper Blackout Poems, where he would take pages of the newspaper, take a massive marker and black out everything except a new poem that he would write. So he would take newsprint and basically like, you know, find the words that he wanted to become this new thing and then cross out everything else. And it was just a really cool example of the editorial process in real time and how you could take something that was one thing and kind of transform it into an entirely different piece of literature, art, poem, or whatever the case is. So I've been a fan since back in those days. And this interview with Austin, we talk about ways to be more creative. And it was fantastic. He walks us through his new book and we just kind of jam and riff on ways for you and your team to become more creative, which is, let's call it harness creativity, because creativity is something that a lot of people use that word. However, it's very rare when a person can consistently generate creative ideas that solve something that are able to be implemented fast. So this is something that if you're in tech, if you're in business, you won't want to miss this episode. Yep. So is there one mini story or thing that stuck with you from all these interviews that you remember now or that you've put into practice from someone mentioning something or? Uh, the biggest thing is just to follow your instincts. What If something is genuinely fascinating to you, if the person is, if the subject matter is, that will transmit and that will convey to other people. So I think for a long time, when we were thinking about selecting guests, I fell into the trap of worrying about, you know, wait, is this person going to be interesting to everyone who's listening? Well, everyone who's listening is effectively, that's very amorphous. It's not well-defined. And what I've started to do is just follow the thread of my natural interests and, you know, who am I enjoying having conversations with right then, uh, you know, that week, that month, who do I want to talk with and why do I want to talk to them? And when I start with that, I tend to get, I think, a much better interview and a much better, let's say, instead of better, a much more valuable interview for the audience. So I think I've just been learning a lot about how to curate, select, and then uh, get the right guests on the show. And I think that having guests that have a wide variety of experiences in multiple domains is uh, a lot of fun because I want our listeners to be empowered with knowledge from many, many different industries. And if you listen to this week, it's a prime example of industry from all over the globe, all over the world. And it's very, very diverse. Yep. Yeah. I think uh, reading books is very similar too, where you read very different books and you pull things and they're from all different industries or all different topics. But that's sometimes the ones I remember the most are you know, one minute you're reading a book about religion and then you're reading a book about how to be a good manager and you can kind of start tying and interweaving concepts and topics together yeah. to remember things more easily. So this week's going to be a really good week. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. And as always, reach out to us on the socials. Let us know what you think. But uh, we will see you guys next week. Yeah. So be sure to enter at mission.org slash giveaway and you can win uh, one of four chili pads based on how many other folks you get to subscribe. So when you're asking people to subscribe to this giveaway, they're not going to get a bunch of crap or a bunch of spam. What they are going to get is our daily newsletter, which is uh, growing rapidly. People love it and we think you will too. So if you're not subscribed yet, do that at mission.org. And you can also see details in the newsletter about 
how you can enter this contest and all of the ones that we have coming up down the pike. You also learn about all the other podcasts in our network. So not many people know, but we we have uh, eight other podcasts that nine. are out now. Nine. Oh, nine about to be. Yeah, about to be uh, nine. And uh, I mean, about to be way more than that. So you won't want to miss what's going on. You can see behind the scenes, look at the mission. And of course, we're also hiring. So you can find info about jobs there and so much more. See you next week. See you next week. Mission Daily and all of our podcasts are created with love by our team at mission.org. We own and operate a network of podcasts and a brand and story studio designed to accelerate learning. Our clients include companies like Salesforce, their customer times five, Twilio, and Katera, who work with us because we produce results. To learn more and get our case studies, check out mission.org slash studios. If you're tired of media and news that promotes fear, uncertainty, and doubt, And if you want an antidote to all that chaos, you're at the right place. Subscribe here and to our daily newsletter at mission.org. Each morning, you'll get a newsletter that will help you start your morning and your day off right. listeners. Thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.